Welcome back. Thanks for coming and joining us. So today we are going to be talking about quite a few things, actually. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have probably heard, and if you haven't, then here you go. There is this concert coming up. She sent it to Festival. me. When we Festival. Were, when did you send it to me? You showed it to me, and I, I saw it on your story. I think we were at, yeah, I tagged you in it. And then you sent it to me, and I, I was like, tagged you both. Dead, yeah. And then I think we were talking about it when we went out to dinner yeah yeah yes and then we were like we want to go to this yeah but then okay it's Tell the when, it yeah it's the when we <laughs> yeah. were young festival yes so what i think it started out as a concert though because it started out as a one-day event with like oh. i mean so many bands so 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 many bands so if you're there like late 20s early or maybe even any 40s like you and know you went what through a scene phase at all went mm -hmm. through any type of scene phase emo. can you read off some of the bands yeah, I am getting down memory lane. So, Avril Lavigne, My Chemical Romance, Story of the Year, Jimmy Eat World, 303, um, AFI, The Used, Alkaline Trio, uh, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Confessionals. Uh, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. It's like any emo scene kid's dream, right? My yeah. biggest thing was like, where is Blink? Like, Blink where is Blink? And Linkin Park. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Park I understand good. Chester, like, rest in peace, love him. But, like, you can have a vocal, like, going over it and give him some tribute. But, like, I mean, you got to have Linkin Park. Anyway, so we were all stoked. We were all like, okay, we want to go, but we hate people. I was, what? <laughs> don't say we hate people. No, no Jenna proud. hates people. And okay. That one over there. I dislike most people. Yeah. I like animals better. I don't like crowds, crowds. at a concert. Yeah, I will say that. I, I don't need to be like. you get a lot of stupid people in one place. Yeah, yes. I don't need and to be like in the sweat of it and like people bumping me, nothing. Absolutely. And after the whole Astro World thing, I'm like super weary about going to concerts in the first place. Well, or see, now. for me, it's, yeah. it was the, the Route 91 concert, like the festival. Oh, where he got shot they, in Vegas? Yeah, they shot yeah. up like a bunch of country people oh, in Vegas. Oh, and like, um, Ariana Grande's concert. What happened? People got shot there too. They didn't hear about it. And then there was that chick Eesh. from um, American Idol or The Voice where she got shot coming out of her concert. Are we even safe going to concerts anymore? No. What the hell, people? I was no. at the John Party one, Boots in the Park, and I was like six weeks pregnant with this one. And um, Nick kept wanting to get closer to the stage. Ooh, and it was scary. just full of like drunk rude people that didn't give a shit about anyone else except their own good time. And I was like, I am not going up to the stage. Yeah, I just no. had a weird feeling about it. I was like, I don't want to be in like any sort of like a pushing mm -hmm. mosh pit. I don't want to get in a fight with somebody. Does somebody like, I don't know. That's my big thing. I don't want to fucking knock someone out and like end up on the news or something. Absolutely. <laughs> no, thanks. I was at a concert. This reminds me. I was at a concert one time, a country concert, and we were up in, um, uh, what do they call it? It's it's like the grass seating, right? And, yeah. And it's usually general real, admission. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like general admission, like twenty bucks for the yeah. ticket, right? So like, there's a ton of people, and some people bring like chairs and stuff like that to sit in the lawn. And so we were making our way through the crowd, and one of my friends was wearing this like backpack chair thing, right? And it kind of bumps people, you know. But you're like, excuse me, sorry, whatever. Well, so this drunk girl got pissed that like the chair hit her, or, like shoved her. So she from the back shoved my friend going up the hill so he couldn't see. So she was wearing a baseball cap and I was like pissed. And so I took her cap, 
pulled it over her face and shoved her down the hill. <laughs> and then her boyfriend, I've never had a man <laughs> grab me physically like that. Like he grabbed me and like pulled me over, spilled my beer. And then thankfully I was there with like a six three Navy SEAL who just hopped on the guy and like beat the heck out of him. And so they just started like fighting. And I was like, I literally st- kind of started it. She started it, but no, she fucking started it. Right. And she point, point it. proven. That's, that's why I don't like to go. Yes. So <laughs> the one time I was in a crowd, like, no, yeah, I don't do it anymore. Well, and I think yeah. if it weren't for the crowds and all that kind of stuff, I think we all probably would have purchased tickets immediately. Right. Oh, I yeah. would have like event. bought in my yellow dickies that I used to have in sixth grade and then worn them. Yellow to- dickies. <laughs> yeah. Can we, what um, yellow dickies no, no, no. red red dickies were I, used red to, I had black. red i had yellow i had with black. like four belts i'm wearing this belt in honor of us talking about this because i used to wear like five of those and not put them in the belt loops you know oh yeah i had the white um stud one with i had the, star, the black stud one the, remember the yeah. big buckles were mm, in yes. like i mean belt factory probably made so much money so that, that was, was decade before my emo so i that was going on in high school and then when i was about 15 the emo thing started going on where all the girls were shopping at goodwill for like old lady shirts and dresses and the big glasses and like all that (laughs) and that was kind of more so my phase where i was listening to this type of music gotcha yeah see i was in a band then i think it was either fifth or sixth grade and like you know how you always pick out like your first day of school outfit yes Mine was the yellow dickies with my Avril Lavigne t-shirt, my Avril Lavigne tank. See, I was embarrassed that I listened to Avril Lavigne. I definitely kept it a secret. I was like, no, no, I'm listening to like, like as I lay dying. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to AFI. Yes. (laughs) Well, okay. So uh, now there's like this whole conspiracy theory going on that this concert is conspiracy theory. I mean, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. So now there's, yeah, there's this conspiracy theory that this concert actually is not going to happen. Um, it started as a, as a one day fe- concert and then now it's a two day. Now it's a three day. Where I think is it again? Las Vegas, Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. And all these bands, I think there's like 60 bands and in one day that would literally give each band like 15 minutes to play. Cause there is, they're setting up, there's breaking down, there's testing there. I mean, there's all these things that go into playing besides just playing. Right. Um, there's no way. So then they just kept extending it and they only gave people like maybe a week notice to purchase tickets which is super weird so you can't purchase any tickets anymore i i don't think so i may be wrong but they keep like adding new things and it's like mm, either you guys really don't have your shit together or this is completely like not real um and then i know that people were saying like some of the bands didn't know that they were playing but that's kind of part of having like being in a band is you don't book your own gigs your tour manager usually does that for you so i get that part yeah um, that not all bands know what they're they have going on they just show up and play and peace so- out What's the conspiracy theory exactly? Like, why would it be? Why would they be doing a fake so, show? Like making money off of this? So the people, I guess, that are putting this on, and again, this is just what I'm reading. It doesn't, I'm not saying this is exactly what it is. I just, this is what I'm finding is that the people that put on Astroworld, the company, is also putting on this uh, festival. And Wait, they, the ones that had the whole yes. Travis so the, Travis Scott? What was his name? Travis Scott yeah and mm-hmm. um, a little recap on that in case someone listening doesn't know about that or didn't yeah, hear about it. it it was like a few weeks ago and I don't know a whole ton about it but I as I know there was some really weird imagery about like Armageddon and the ends of times kind of thing in his whole setup right and right. um and a bunch of people died people think that like he 
told people to rush the stage well, and that he, he wasn't really doing anything about it. Well, and it. they let in too many people, which is why they lost the lawsuit. And they have like a multi, like a couple billion dollar lawsuit now because they did let too many people, people in. People ran through the, people yes. were running through like the metal detectors and just uh-huh. going in. And the security wasn't stopping anything from happening. So right. people and he just like encourages people to rush the stage and oh my, my right. hoop fell off. Uh-oh. Uh, I lost an earring. Um, and then some supposedly I, I read a you know I read a thing about some girl crawling up to the security stand and saying there's people dying in there there's and getting video stomped on yeah and they basically said if you don't get off we're gonna push you off this thing yeah so like it just kind of seemed like a very demonic almost odd coincidence that seemed like Satan was behind it it was just yeah kind of like, it was well, extremely chaotic it was not. Uh, planned out well the security was not uh, prepped for the amount of people that they had and they continue to encourage the behavior instead of putting a halt to it which is why I think you know they they lost the lawsuit and, then and a he lot got of, in trouble because a lot of people are saying that oh, he's super canceled and his, yeah. his little apology was basically like I always try and stop things if I see it and like you Bullshit. can see what's going on in the front crowd of you was like yelling and he has a history of it yeah he's and the ambulance done it came in yeah yeah so, so yeah, so the fuck same this pe- new one, I definitely wouldn't go based on just the fact that it's the same company. If exactly. it on, no like, yeah. And the big thing is that they have very clearly stated that there is no money back. Like you cannot get your money back. So which leads us into another thing that we were going to kind of touch on is COVID. I mean, it's it we're thinking or not we, but what the conspiracists are thinking, which I'm kind of starting to lean towards is that they're going to call COVID and cancel the concert nobody's going to get their money back and the money that they make off of this is going to go towards paying off their um fines or whatever they got from astroworld like the billions of dollars that they owe people now so what do you guys think and so astroworld owes people money for how all of that was handled um they lost a lawsuit basically okay Mm -hmm. so they owe like two billion dollars so i yeah it's interesting i mean as a company yeah if you owe money you're gonna try and figure out another way to make it right but yeah and part of me understands kind of like the no money back thing because i bet so many people are using oh i'm sick with covid as an excuse to like get out of things or get money back or cancel flights and stuff like that and it's kind of this big gray area right like but i feel like most companies most companies are being lenient about that like they're like like flights. They're like just give us like twenty four hours notice. You know, they're not anymore. Like, oh, I don't they're not. Think. Oh, like okay. like um, Airbnb is not refunding people anymore. Like as I have my home on Airbnb in um, Nashville, and it basically tells you like the amount of time, the time frame in which you have to like refund people fully for because of that. Um, and that time is over. Got so it. you're not. It's not an excuse anymore. You still lose your deposit or what? However, they have it set up. And that's if you get COVID or what if what if there's some like thing that says that you have to shut down or we go into lockdown, then what happens? I'm not really too sure about that. Okay. I think they're probably taking it as they go. Yeah. But I remember that I had um, <laughs> I had tickets, VIP tickets to uh, Stagecoach. It was the first time I was going to go and I purchased like or purchased. I mean, I rented a really cool like Airbnb for my parents and Nick. Um, and I remember the guy not wanting to give me my money back. And then I just happened to look on Airbnb's like FAQ and they were like, yeah, you know, you get your money back. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because they canceled the festival. And he was trying to tell me, oh no, sorry. Like you can't. And then I was like, um, actually it says, sorry, I almost kicked your water bottle over. Um, and I'm like, actually it says right here in your like FAQ, they're like, you have to give me my money back. So he did. I, it just sucks though. Like I get that. Like it's good that you got your money back, but also like all the businesses that like suffered from COVID, like that wasn't his fault. 
you know, and he probably every year is like banking on this money coming in through renting his home during Coachella, during Stagecoach, all those like what four weekends. And he yes. lost all that money, but that wasn't even his fault. Like that, I mean, it just, you know, business. And that's like, the difference between being it's a consumer. not cons- my fault either. Between so. being, that's, right. that, I know, I know. It's like everybody. That's I mean, the yeah. difference between being a business owner and a consumer is that as a business owner, you know that you take that risk. Oh, absolutely. Right. Where as yeah. a consumer, you, you aren't. So that's that's where I kind of see the difference. But we bought yeah. I bought my mom tickets uh, for her birthday to go to Celine Dion. Like she's wanted to go her entire life. It's mm. her last concert ever. So finally got tickets front row. Oh my god! Literally front row. February, twenty twenty March shut down, and she kept rescheduling, rescheduling, rescheduling. And now they just contacted like let everybody know that like she's not going to be doing it. Oh, uh, that's yeah. a bummer. A couple thousand dollars. Just hopefully I get it back. But. Uh, I'm more sad that we don't get to go see her. Yeah, I they know. better refund you. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we'll whose pocket is that going in then? It's some, um, and it's a huge, it's a huge, uh, uh, it's a something, a, a, it's, it's the Pachanga Casino Arena. But the, who put it on, who we got the AXS. Oh. I don't know what that is. I had, I had way cheaper tickets. We um, were going to go see Stick Figure in Santa Barbara. And it was funny because Subhub, um, Subhub has been awful. They're not the only one. But like they all you can't they get, you can't get a hold of anybody. No. And then they said, oh, well, you know what? Um, we're actually not going to give you your money back until it's actually canceled. Exactly. Because mm. and I'm like, you cannot hang on to someone's money. No. We've entered a contract by me giving you money. You're not giving me what the I service. paid for. And so I'm going to charge this back if you don't give me like I was so patient. I think I waited like eight months and I finally was like called my credit card company. I was like. Okay, so this is what's going down, and I finally got my refund, and um, they, it, it, I mean, it literally took them about a year to give people's money back. I'm like, you can't just hang on to people's money when you're not providing them right. the service, the event, or whatever it is. So, yeah, it was a really, like, it was weird. It was a weird gray area, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, everyone had all these shows and all this stuff, and it's like all this money was already spoken for, and it's like, you know, you, you can't hang on to people's money when you're not providing them the service is just yeah. kind of what it is, you know? Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <sighs> mm, well, so did you guys, let's see, we all got COVID, right? At one point or yeah. another? Yeah. Yep. I just had it like a week and a half ago. And so. I had it about three weeks ago. And I had it almost two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I swear Nick had it before it was like, the, like people knew what it was and I was taking care of him and he was sick for like a good 14 days and I I thought I was just asymptomatic maybe because I and maybe I was because I, I didn't like to have, that strain yeah yeah I didn't get sick Andy never got it when I had it really? I I went line dancing this was June of 2020 and I went line dancing so like things shut down and then they opened back up again briefly and I went line dancing during that time and that's I'm pretty sure that's where and when I got COVID and Found out I tested positive like on the 4th of July. <laughs> so that sucked. Oh. And I, I actually like didn't think I had it. My doctor didn't even think I had it. He just thought I had like anxiety or something. And so I was like out at parties and stuff. And then oh, they, no. my doctor called me. He was like, oh, you tested positive. I was like, hey, babe, we should probably leave. Like, <laughs> You felt fine? Yeah, I felt fine. It's kind of a whole story. I um, There was a young man who asked me to dance and he was on the spectrum and he dipped me but did not catch me when we were line dancing. Oh. So I got three ribs out of place, but I didn't know that at the time. So I was having – so it hurt to take a deep breath. So I just thought shortness of breath. I hey, Andy let you dance with another guy? He wasn't there. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, Andy doesn't really like to line dance. He'll two-step a little bit. But so he lets me dance with other guys. 
I'm shocked. Especially if they're on the spectrum. Like, what harm is it, you know? How did you know he's on the spectrum? I mean, you can tell when someone, the way that they talk and the way they kind of act. You think that's why he dropped you? Yeah. Oh, well, like not because he was on spectrum. He just, I, he wasn't really a great dancer. He wasn't very coordinated. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. So uh, I got dropped and then Aww. at shortness of breath, my doctor thought, no, that doesn't sound like the symptom, what we mean. It just sounds like giving anxiety. We'll test you. You're fine. And then it came back positive. So Ugh. yeah, but I like lost my taste and smell for a couple of days. And that mm. was honestly really about it. Andy never got it. We never quarantined from each other. I didn't spread it to anyone. And I know that for, for a fact, because all my clients, coworkers, people I was around, none of them got it from me. So yeah. So I helped stop the spread. <laughs> <laughs> but so what was it like? Cause you just had it, Jenna. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it felt like a flu. Pretty much, but but the biggest difference for me personally was body aches. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then I noticed like my daughter, she had it, and hers was more like her breathing. And then my husband was a lot in his throat. So mm-hmm. we all like had same symptoms, but like it it was worse for us in certain areas. Um, and I already have like inflammation issues from like my autoimmune stuff. So it hit, definitely hit me there. My daughter has severe asthma. So it hit her there. And then my husband doesn't talk a lot. So I think it just hit him in his vocal cords. <laughs> but um, so you never actually tested positive. No, right? I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. I did. So it takes ju- a while. Huh? Okay. So this new strain, um, apparently like, I mean, I took three tests. My daughter took three tests. My husband tested positive right away, but he waited a little bit to take it. And then um, once me and my daughter both were feeling better and we tested, we tested positive. Mm -hmm. So then we waited like maybe two days and then we were negative again. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, very small area when you'll test positive, which is super weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also heard that like you can actually like swab in your throat. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying I've heard that people are doing it and they are testing positive quicker um, Mm -hmm. for this particular strain. But... Um, I didn't get the the first one, but I had friends that did. And I mean, they were, some of them were in the hospital. Some of them were like, their their doctors were saying like, say goodbye, like say your goodbyes. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So, and then I had people like you who had it and like barely even knew they had it. Yeah, so yeah. like who almost knows? every one of my siblings and in-laws, like I'm talking over 10, 15, probably people in my family have all had it at different points, but I think my brother had it the worst, but he, like no one was ever hospitalized or like it, pretty much everyone. It was pretty mild for the most part. So I feel like if mm-hmm. people so were hospitalized or got really sick, it was usually like a family, right? Like I, one of my other friends, her husband's family, I think they're in like New York or something, but like there were like 15 of them that were like, like 20 of them got it. Like 15 of them were hospitalized and like eight of them died. Jeez. Wow. But same genetics. You know what I mean? Uh, so maybe same eating habits, same genetics, same, same, you know what I mean? I don't know. And then like my friend, um, Faith, like her family, uh, her mom, her husband and her father-in-law all ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Like ventilated. So, but then she was fine. So I don't know. Whole thing's freaking weird. It's just weird. Yeah. A lot of people ended up in the hospital too that didn't need to go. Like, and there was yeah. nothing they could do for you. Yeah. Like, you literally have a flu like go home right. um because yeah. nick would go to people's houses and he's like what do you want me to do for you and he's like well they're like well i have a cough and he's like oh and they're like i think i have covid and he's like 
nothing the hospital is going to do for you is going to be different than what you're going to do at your home. Right. Then yeah. I shouldn't be here and you shouldn't go anywhere because you could spread it more. Yeah. Just right. Don't <laughs> call me to – because, yeah, because there's definitely different – like, it affects everyone differently. It just depends. Like but people were freaked out about it. I mean, they still are, but I that's think – That's why you shouldn't go to the hospital because right. you have it, like – He's coughing and that was it. You know, they I have do a question. Check out. I have a question for you guys. What? Yeah. Do you remember the first time you heard like the word COVID? Like, do you remember where you were? What you were like? What did you think? Like, what was your f- initial like response or thought? If you want to answer. A government conspiracy theory. That's what I and thought. Wait, but even <laughs> immediately. Yeah. yeah. Because it was around. Yeah, I was going to say, what was going on? It was would... around the, what do you call that? Like. The election election before the election. Like, or, um, yeah, the primaries? Primaries? Like, where the Republicans choose who they want, the Democrats Uh, choose who they want. Is that what's it called? Yeah, it was just very, it was a very odd timing with like all of the emotionally charged things that were going on in the world with like Mm -hmm. BLM and like all the protests. Didn't that happen after though? Yeah, that happened after, I think. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Happened after. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I remember being really, I'm sorry, if you went out there in the streets and you were like protesting the whole BLM thing, it really frustrated me because everyone was like, COVID, COVID, COVID. Oh, but it's fine if we go and protest in the streets. I'm like, that spreaded COVID even more. Like that's not, I mean, I guess there were a lot of people who were probably safe about it, but I'm like, I I was frustrated about that. Well, those masks like don't really do anything. And people had like paper ones on and fabric ones on. They still do. And Nick being a firefighter paramedic, he knows about all of these things and how they're transmitted and everything. And he's like, that's literally so like, like those normal ones that everyone wears Mm -hmm. is literally so your spit doesn't go onto a patient. Right. Like that does not stop. Andy was in the medical field too. And he explained that to me because I remember the beginning of COVID and I was like, before we had to wear masks, I was like, babe, like, I think you should just wear a mask when you go to store. He was like, it's not going to make a difference, Brooklyn. Like, and he explained it to me and I'm like, oh, okay. And so I don't know. Some people like, you know, they think that the mask work and they think that like, oh, it's like, well, if you have your pants on and you pee your pants, then the next person next to you doesn't get as wet. But if you don't have your pants on, then they get wet. Like it was, have you heard of that analogy? No, but I get it. <laughs> so like, that's what some people think like, oh, maybe it like helps a little bit. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm probably the odd man out here. Cause I, I'm, I am a mask wearer. <laughs> it's okay but no judgment no and it's more so I guess it's I don't think that it's going to protect us 100% I don't think that it's the the end all to be all and I don't think that everyone should be required to do it what I think is that if you feel like I feel like if I feel like it's going to protect me then it's my responsibility to do what I feel is best and what's going to reduce stress for myself but that should not be put on you or you um, in my place of business, if you're coming and you're sitting with me and you're getting a service done with me, then I do require it because it reduces my stress and it reduces my, you know, like I have my parents are a little bit older and I just feel like I would rather be like safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the masks like protect you 100%. I think it's kind of like putting your seatbelt on like it may help. It may not. Again, I think wearing your seatbelt should be your own call, too. I don't think you should get a ticket for not wearing it, but that's why I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. It's just I think it should be what you feel comfortable doing. Um, but I know when I first heard about it, I didn't think that, which is weird because I'm usually the first to jump on some sort of conspiracy theory. My husband thinks I'm crazy, but whatever. <laughs> I remember I was talking to my my girl, um, Kels, and she was like talking about how 
we should like slow down on this venture that we were doing and because of COVID and I'm like, it's not going to come here. We're fine. Like it's totally fine. Let's just keep going. Like no big deal. And then, you know, yeah. then somebody like at T-Mobile, like down the street from my salon had it and that we're like, oh my gosh, a person has it. Like yeah. it was like crazy. Like, Remember like the first the person doors, in Oregon. Let's get out. Yeah. Like, oh, someone in Oregon has it. And yeah. we're like freaking everyone's had it. Like, right. Yeah. And people like, I don't know. I just like, you know, Nick was telling me stories about how the hospitals were making more money when they yes. would say someone had COVID. And he would tell me about, like, people that went in there for something not even related or even at car crashes that he'd be at, they would mark their death as COVID when yeah. yes. they literally died in a car accident. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't believe anything that I'm yeah. seeing on CNN. So, I don't watch CNN. Here's but. the thing. There's a lot of controversy around this, but I will say I don't I don't listen to the news because I feel like every news, I don't care what channel it is, it's, you know, it's all just for the drama. But yeah. so I get it's controlled media, direct, totally. you know, legitimate sources. But so one of my clients her really good friend is a doctor, an ER doctor in the hospitals, right? She said they had someone who committed suicide. It was labeled as a COVID death. And they were arguing because her friend, who was a doctor, felt that because the woman didn't have income because of her business shutting down because of COVID, and she was depressed and financially stressed, so she it led her to commit suicide. So she feels that it is justified as being a COVID-19 death. So now this adds to the numbers of people who have died from COVID, but the lady did not have COVID. She chose to end her life. And the my client, the friend, was like, I don't agree with that. And yeah, the so, virus didn't actually take her out. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's that's hard not... to say, like, what are the real numbers? Like, no one will ever really know. Yeah. Like, we are going to go ahead and cut this episode in half here because we realized that our episode was extremely long. And we're going to start making these around 20 to 25 minutes to make them a little bit easier to digest and get through in one car ride if that's what you're doing. But thanks for listening, guys. And we will be back next Monday. Again, that is our new posting day. We will see you next Monday, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Bye, you guys.